Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. <laughs> I'm Jack. <laughs> I was waiting for Charles to say it. Well, I was oh. waiting for you to say it. Hi! <laughs> this is funny because you two are going to be like Jules and uh, Vincent from the movie that we're doing. We're doing Pulp Fiction. Finally... Uh, I don't, I think, I don't know. I'm just going all over the place. So there's no reason why we haven't done it earlier, but we did other Tarantino movies, but we have to do Pulp Fiction. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's about it's time. Just, it's a requirement. So I'm stoked. I did not realize how long this movie was until I just watched it. I was like, shit, I still have yeah. so much more. <laughs> like, so long. But yeah, it's long. feel like it's that long. No, none I of mean, his movies do. Like, yeah. so much happens, though. Like, I mean, it's just like so you, much happens. You're, you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's yeah, it, it's so funny because I always think of like natural born killers and like diners. I was like, he loves diners, and he I feel like he love loves diners. like dinner yeah. conversations or like conversations over food happens quite a lot in most of his movies which is you know awesome but yeah i mean what is your like jai when did you first see this this is 94 i was was really little so yeah oh really like yeah like i was like when it came out whenever it was like i told you my dad used to get all the movies oh that's right okay so this (laughs) is one bootleg as you would say um yeah i watched it i watched it with him i mean it's really bad he used to like not make me watch films, but he used to be like, yeah, it's totally cool. I mean, this you shouldn't really watch this, but it's fine because you're with me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, kids don't know. Like, no, you really understand everything. Like, no, but think about it. You wouldn't, if you had a child, if you had an 11 or 10-year-old, would you be watching a violent movie with, with him? I mean, it depends on the kid. <laughs> it depends no. on how the kid is. I mean, I don't. I don't regret it, but I, I can see how that looks to a lot of people. Like, it's kind of bad, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's cool. I'm like, look at this. Let's look at this filmmaking. Look at these angles. Right. This is cool. <laughs> I mean, basically, like, I, I guess we don't, we haven't, I don't really hear people talking about it like now, like, as in, like, we don't talk about this movie, right? But it is one of the most iconic movies, like, of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of anything that's, like, like American-wise. Like, you know, I, I don't – it's going to, like, inspire so many directors and, like, styles of cinema and stories and whatever. But, yeah, I mean, everything about this movie, the actors, the fashion – this the soundtrack everything yeah. is iconic everything is just like insane i can't really think of any anything else can you that's like at that level um it's just, mean, it's in a class its own you know I, I mean it's like in the same levels like you know casablanca you know like goodfellas yeah goodfellas the godfather yeah. goodfellas but they but they missed on the fashion so they they're really great films like mm. the godfather all of these movies right but they didn't have that like the fashion like it wasn't as iconic because of that you know what i mean no yeah i guess visually i guess it wasn't uh, yeah because this movie is yeah like visually you know when you see uma thurman and that bob and you know exactly what movie it is yeah Mm -hmm. and the the tie that uh john travolta has like that like bolero tie with the coat you know like the whole yeah the dancing like that whole scene yeah that's what i'm saying seeing like every scene every like the style everything is just like yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I really can't think of any movie that's at the same level. Like, 
especially independent because it wasn't like a but it wasn't like a blockbuster movie. Well, that but it yeah. was independent, and then it was like a blockbuster in a way because <laughs> yeah. it made like so much money. Huge, yeah. It's <laughs> funny. It's that it made so much fucking money, and like the budget was just like not much at all. Ridiculous. Everything yeah. about this movie was like, I don't know, just amazing. You know, it's cool. What about you, uh, Charles? Um. So, um, Jai, my, um, dad, um, also let me watch, um, maybe not appropriate things for an eight, nine, ten year old. Um, now he did eventually draw a line because there, because there was one time we went to the video store and he rented the movie Sliver and I, and I said, and I said, can I watch it with you? And I was, and he was like, no. So, so what I did instead was I sat in the next room and said, so what's going on now? And, he, and, and, um, and he's just like, Jesus Christ, Charles, some woman's being stabbed in a stairwell. And I was like, well, uh. can I come and watch it? And he was like, no. <laughs> so, can I come and watch? <laughs> um, so, um, but, you know, he did, you know, maybe make some questionable choices. You know, maybe he should have vetoed some stuff. Like, you know, he let me watch, you know, the m- movie Alive. <laughs> okay, that, that would be, I would draw the line at Alive. I found that movie, it was great. It was riveting. It was very hard to watch as a grown adult. I was... Yeah. Yeah, uh, Charles. I watched that too when I was young. Oh my I know. Gosh. Isn't it like? Isn't it like horrifying? <laughs> like, I know. Wow. But the funny thing is that it always gave me nightmares, like watching yeah. things like that. But I was addicted to it. I wanted. Oh my to god, watch it was it. so good. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it's <laughs> um, really made me rethink. Like every time I'm, every time I'm on a plane, I it's really sad. I immediately think like these are the people that I'm gonna like die with. Oh my god. Um, like I'm, I, if I live, I'm probably gonna have to eat her. like i can't be a famous rock star clearly because i am not about the planes even smaller planes freak me out that always seems to be like when you hear a lot of these crazy stories it's always a small plane it's always a charter Uh, i'm like oh my god it's always flown by someone who has their independent pilot's license (laughs) that guy where's the pilot that is so true that is so true it's always like people that have yeah exactly I can't when they have a piloter. But there's always someone who's got a funny feeling about this, but they still get on the plane or like final whatever. destination. You know, and <laughs> well. what's like what's like weird too is my dad was like an actual pilot. Like he like had his own plane. And so um, Oh wow. So and it and like you know, he it you know, and you you think it's like really exciting and then you go and see it and it's like you get inside and it's like as big as like a station wagon you know and oh, yeah, like, like you know and um so you know I, I sort of got got used to it but you know like whenever we go to see colleges i would, I'd, I'd just be like oh what airline are we flying and you know my dad would be like oh we're flying air haslam uh-huh. ah, that's <laughs> so, cool um it's really cool you're like where's the flight attendant <laughs> it's not that kind of thing yeah. don't have a crew there's no crew um, it's just you and me buddy <laughs> they're um they're he um he, um, he, you know, there were times when we'd just be like flying, and you know, I, I was start, it's really hard for me to like, uh, and he'd sort of just be like, "Hey, uh, I, I, I have to pee. Can you take take the wheel?" And I'd be like, "No, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, not at all." That's so funny. Um, Wait, so when did you see Pulp Fiction? Did you write oh, it? Right, that. So, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I actually had a. Uh, older sister who uh was like obsessed with this movie and oh, um cool. like uh so like she um so i, I remember she, 
she uh, bought the VHS when it came out, and like she also had like the soundtrack. And I tried watching the her like VHS copy once, and I got like twenty minutes, and I was like, eh, this is kind of boring. So like, <laughs> um, and then um, and then um, and then like around like eighth or ninth grade, my parents got me my own like blockbuster card and so mm-hmm. um and so i was like all right i'll give pulp fiction an, another try and i like loved it and it like changed my life and i like you know like i like bought my own s- s- soundtrack and then you know my parents shipped you know then around the age of like 14 15 my parents shipped me off to boarding school like i was a pregnant teen- <laughs> teenager and um we had this like fairly strict like you know, like, like policy where you couldn't have like any parental advisory CDs like ever. And so, and so I like snuck in the CD and someone caught me with it and I got busted. And, you know, um, like they, like, you know, they like sat me down and, you know, they, you know, I like had to endure a stern, Oh my gosh! Lecture and it was along the signs. Yeah, you know, it was like where where like this guy like held up the CD and he was like, "I have this CD, Charles, and you know what's on it." And <laughs> um, and um, you know, but it was fortunately it was the day before Christmas break, so he just kind of tried to make make me feel bad, and I was like, "Yeah, absolutely, I'll never do it again. I promise." <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's the soundtrack; it's not the movie. I mean. Like- I, I mean I think like what they took issue with were like the clips, like between the oh, songs. The, oh, so, I see. Anyway, um, so anyway, yes, I um, so um, yeah, and so um, and so um, you know, I, I kept waiting for them to punish me, but you know, they just said, you know, I, I while or while you're home for Christmas break, you should think about what you've done. I was like, I'll do it absolutely. <laughs> so, and I'm gonna watch Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> while i think about it that's so um, funny yeah so you know it's um it's um i uh yeah it's, it's also I, I just feel like you know i used to watch a lot of simpsons and i feel like this movie was just like referenced like constantly all the time <laughs> like, yeah yeah so yeah all the time um this is really funny because i probably watched this for the first time when i was like 30 <gasps> no. i watched oh, it really? for the first time when i was in la i had like somehow avoided it why? I, I, I literally don't know why. Like, it wasn't intentional, but there's so many movies. Like, I think I've mentioned before, there's so many movies that I didn't see that came out at the time. Because as you guys had parents that were raising you on, you know, like, cutting-edge current cinema, I was watching <laughs> musicals from the 1950s and, like, World <laughs> War II movies from the 40s. So I had, like, no real reference to, like, things that were happening with kids my age. I'm like, have you seen Stalag 17 about a German prison camp and, like, the spy that's in it? It's amazing. Bill Holden. And people are like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, I love Steve McQueen. And I'm, like, 16. And everyone's like, who is that? I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> you don't know who Steve McQueen is. Like, how could you not? So I didn't see it till way later. And it wasn't the first uh, Tarantino movie that I'd seen. I'd seen uh, Natural Born Killers, like, really young. Like, I'd seen that already. But I What just, about Jackie just, Brown? Did you see No. That? No. I think I saw that for the first time, like, probably within, like, a few years ago. Like, I ha- still have not seen every Tarantino film. I don't claim to be, like, a Tarantino aficionado. Like, I still haven't seen The Hateful Eight or Inglorious Bastards. Oh, wow, you um, haven't seen No. I think those might be the only two. I think I've seen every... I don't like the... Uh... Kill Bill Volume 2, have not seen. Okay. Just oh. saw Kill Bill Volume 1, like, at Mikey's, like, recent, like what, a year ago? Like, so was... I still haven't seen the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was so... there. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I got, I got stuff to do. I got, I got more stuff to watch. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about the, uh, the last one. What is it called? The something Once eight. Upon a time. No, not. Oh, the yeah. hateful eight. I don't. Oh. I didn't like. I didn't like that. I didn't like that movie. That's the western, isn't it? A western. Yeah, it's a western. Yeah. I, I didn't like it, but I love Inglorious Bastards and like all the other ones. So. Oh uh, yeah, and Inglorious Bastards is like so good. So good. Yeah, yeah. I, I that one I want to watch, and it's just like I have such like horrible like attention issues that I'm not diagnosed with anything, but I feel like I am because I it's really hard for me to watch certain movies. Like I think I'm so used to watching television, so my time my time span is very like. It's like an hour. So like sometimes if I'm ready to watch something, I don't know, I guess I have to be in a certain mood or I, I put a lot of things on I've already heard and, and already seen. So yeah, it's kind of hard for me to like watch something new. I have to be in this like mode to watch it. But if I'm doing an episode on it, then obviously I, you know, I'm sitting and watching it and I'm, you know, construct like deconstructing it and stuff. But yeah, this is one I have not seen. I, this is probably the second time I've seen it. Like, it's mm-hmm. just not okay. something that I go to watch. But my mom had the VHS tape because I remember seeing the cover, like that Uma Thurman cover mm. so was everywhere. That poster was everywhere. everywhere. People had it in their rooms. Yeah, and, people yeah, had it in their rooms. That's so funny. Yeah. So I saw the, I knew all of the, like the dancing, you know, when he does the thing with his like fingers, like the peace signs, like I knew all of the elements from it. And I knew like kind of the callbacks to it, like in that Simpsons episode, mm-hmm. um, which now I really, now I had no idea they really took like so much of it. Like, especially when they're in that comic book store with the ball oh, gags. Like I didn't yeah. know that it was literally the exact scene. Like I thought it was similar, but I didn't know that was almost the exact scene with the Confederate flag, like everything. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was like, wow, they really took that scene specifically, <laughs> but it's really it's really funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, this cast is insane. I mean, we have Travolta, who essentially, like Tarantino, kind of revived his career with this film totally. because he hadn't been around. I think in like the eighties, I think he wasn't really doing that much, and I think he kind of wanted to get back in the game. And Tarantino was like a new, newer writer. This is right after Reservoir Dogs, which we did. Um, I love that he uses a lot of the same cast. Like, I just think that's great yeah. when directors do that anyway. So it's really cool that almost all of them, except for Bruce Willis, was he in yeah. anything else? He he was doing nice stuff, but I don't think he was great. And like he, but he was the higher kind of the most successful actor, right? Out of all of them. Yeah, time. which is crazy. Because yeah. yeah. didn't he get paid like a lot? <laughs> yeah, I think he did. I think he got paid more than the rest of them. Yeah, yeah which is nuts. And yeah, Samuel Jackson, I mean, he wasn't unknown, but mm-hmm. he always plays kind of like supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was just great. Uma Thurman's great. Tim Roth was in uh, Reservoir Dogs. Tim so Roth. Oh, so good. Yeah. There's that movie that he did where he plays a skinhead that I really want to see from England. It's, ugh, let me find it. It's from like, it's an English movie. He's really young in it, but apparently it's like incredible. I'm going to find out what it is. Oh, now. that sounds good. Yeah, it's like, um, okay, let's see. I feel like he might have even been nominated for it, but yeah, I'm not sure. Let's see. So good. Yeah, I mean, yeah he's great. I love him. Is he? He's English, right? Yeah, he's English. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you can tell. You can so tell. Like, yeah, I don't know. I thought he was like Scottish, or like I thought he was from like the UK, but I didn't know if he was like Scottish or. Let me see. What the fuck's that movie called? Um, looking at his thing now. I think it's called. No, is it after Reservoir Dogs? Is it him? I think it is Tim Roth. Okay, I'm going to Google now. 
Um, so he he was like in this little... movie runs time called Rob Roy. Um, that I think, um, I think it was just sort of one of these Yale English movies where people just like you know like you know like yeah, it was made in Britain, I think. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. It was the, made in Britain. Yeah, the skinhead movie, right? Skinhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's okay. that's the one I wanted to see. Yeah. Um, it's on actually on Amazon, I think, right now. Yeah, that's like old. That's like yeah, eighty two. Yeah, he's yeah. young. Yeah, he's really, really young. I think he's like sixteen. He's supposed to be sixteen in in the movie. But yeah, it's supposed to be really good. That I wanted to see that. Um, but yeah, okay. So behind yeah. the scenes, what did y'all get? Did you get anything cool? I feel like because it's the three of us are like they so much. I feel like I just put a few in case that other people have the same so oh yeah same. um okay so apparently uma thurman turned down the role of mia and, and tarantino was so desperate to have her that he ended up reading her the script over the phone and finally convinced her but actresses that audition for the mm. role isabella rossellini which i, okay. I kind of see meg ryan no definitely no no Daryl Hannah, she was mm. hot in at the time. She was everywhere, I think. John Cusack, I don't know who that is. John Cusack, the guy from High Fidelity. <coughs> Wait, but that oh, Joan Cusack. Oh, you're talking about yeah. the sister. Oh, the sister. Yeah, I guess yeah, because yeah, it's a girl. Yeah, yeah. I don't know her. Michelle Pfeiffer as well, which I I can see. I actually. can see that. Yeah. But then this is super weird. Apparently, Jennifer Aniston no. narrowly missed out on the role, so it was wow. basically like she was second favorite, second best, or whatever. Was kind of Friends? Crazy. Was I don't Friends see. out at the time? I, I don't think so. came out like I don't like know. this this year. I don't know if it was like before like the movie, but I thought it came out like in '94. But oh. that's so weird. I mean, I guess if you had seen. Her there first, maybe, but I can't imagine her doing yeah, a really totally cool different. performance. I can't imagine that. No, I can't um, imagine her getting an adrenaline shot and being like fuck, fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Just can't. Yeah, not at all. Um, the word "fuck" is used two hundred and sixty-five times in the film, <laughs> which I didn't. I guess I didn't even realize because it's so normal. Well. I mean, I don't remember fuck per se, but there was like a lot of motherfucker and the N word. Oh, totally. Which Mad I know N-word. is more than than anything else. Yeah. Well, that's that's Quentin's thing. I I guess not that like he gets some kind of pass, but like he does, I guess because yeah, not that he gets. I mean, I feel like it's it's really tricky. It's weird. I think they've asked Samuel L. Jackson a lot about it too. That like you know why are you know. I guess that this like white guy is writing this script or, you know, are mm. you okay saying it? I'm pretty sure if he had an issue with it, he would be like, why the fuck is this in here? Like, I mean, I'm not I guess they thought it. it was kind of endearing and funny. I don't know. Like, I think it fits. It, okay, it always, not always, but like, this is not a hard and fast rule, but I mean, I feel like it makes, I, I don't score I, when I, I know hear black people say, say exactly. it, but when I, I hear white say. people say it, right. I'm like, why are you saying this? Well, like, exactly. Quentin, I think... you don't need to say this just because you're in this movie and he's standing right in front of you. Like, yeah. I and feel also, like you're kind of taking a liberty a little bit. I think like reading, after reading the script and since it was only mentioned by him and the other guy, what's his name? The guy in Wallace the, or whatever. Yeah, the guy the in husband. the, in the shop too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, but I mean. It's fine. I again I'm really curious to see uh, to know what like 20 th- 20 se- like 22 or 23 year olds 
think about this movie watching it for the first time in this day and age like i, know. I mean my guess is they probably watch it just be like that's problematic yeah that's yeah I'm, yeah i'm sure that's exactly I'm, I'm sure yeah um so this one was one of the first movies to use the internet for advertising, which is really oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Which, it's super crazy, right? Because 94, but I guess, yeah. It's early. Not, it was yeah. It was around, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. Right. But it's kind of cool that they used it to advertise a movie, you know? Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see what other one that would be good to say. Uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this film was selected for preservation in the Library of Congress National Film Registry in 2013. That's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. It's like uh, you know, like National Treasure kind of. And that's yeah, it. I'm not gonna because it's three of us. So I don't want to just be talking. But yeah, that's you know, it. Charles, what'd you get? Um. Okay. So. On Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has a score, critic score of 92%, um, and it has an audience score of 96 um, That's pretty good. Yeah, I think so. That's pretty good. Um, I, um, I, I, I think I'd probably split the difference and give it a 94, you know? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so this movie was nominated for seven Oscars. Um wow. And this is where I am about to experience some blind rage because it lost oh, every single one <gasps> except for Best Original Screenplay. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Was that. it nominated for Best Picture? So it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, oh. Best Lead Actor, John Travolta, Best Supporting Actor, Samuel L. Jackson, Best Supporting Actress, Uma Thurman, Best Original Screenplay, and Best e- Editing. Um, yeah, he should have won Best Director. He should have. Yeah, won. yeah, absolutely. Well, he wasn't nominated for director. No, he was. Oh, he was. He oh. Yeah, 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 but he should have won. Um, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. unfortunately, this was the year that, like, this was the. I know what you're gonna say. Year that Forrest Gump came out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck Tom Hanks. I'm sorry. And, and uh, shock, shock. What is the other rather them? Oh my god. Oh, Shawshank Red. Thank you. I yeah. can't ever. Yeah, say yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie's really good. That is really good. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it, that it, is a good it's, one. It's really good. Um, oh, what the fuck? So, um, so uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. Just going through the nominations very, very briefly. The actress who won this year, Diane Weist, won Best Supporting Actress for Bullets Over Broadway, which oh, I'm I actually seen that. It, it's good. It's good. There's a she plays kind of this like old, you know, like grand dame of like the broadway stage and there's like the scene where you know she uh she says leave the room i must practice my breathing exercises (laughs) and you know then she goes like she goes through these breathing exercises that are just like hilarious and just kind of disturbing where she's like (laughs) 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 did you see the did you see um the girl from west side story and jacob alordi from uh euphoria doing that at the backstage of the Oscars this year. No, they were both. No. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. They both were like facing each other, and they were going hoo, hoo, ha, ha, like doing these like weird like drama like exercises before they went out to present. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> like all these drama kids noticed it, and they were like, "Oh, they're doing the blah 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 exercise." It was really funny. So Martin Landau. So I, I, I guess my big problem is I really. Felt, felt like Samuel L. Jackson sh- sh- should have won for best so- supporting actor. Yeah, he was my favorite. Um, 
She but, should have uh, won that for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, the person who did win was Martin Landau for Ed Wood. And I guess he was like really good or whatever. So, um, but well, Ed people, Wood's good. It was good. Um, yeah, it was weird. Other was people good. nominated that year were Paul Schofield for Quiz Show. Um, oh. Gary Sinise for Forrest Gump, which I, I actually didn't mind him in, in, in that movie. Um, Chaz Palmentieri for Bullets Over, also for Bullets Over. Oh, Broadway. he's in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so wait, did Tom Hanks win anything that year? Yeah, he won for Forrest Gump, but he... Okay. He did? He, I thought but, he won for Philadelphia. Well, he won for both, but and he won in back-to-back years. Oh, fuck you, dude. Oh, yeah. my God. That's Just crazy. get him for Philadelphia. That movie was, like, good. I mean, I like... What, yeah. Lauren, you can't, you can't say because you haven't watched Forrest Gump, so you I've literally say. watched, like, uh, maybe 10 or 15 yeah, minutes. But it's one like, of those no. movies that you had to watch at the time when it came out. Like, you... It's different. Yeah, there are a lot of movies like have, that, but it's, it's not, not going to have the same effect. meaning. Yeah. You know? I'm glad. Bye. Um, so the other actors nominated with uh, Tom Hanks and John Travolta and Best Lead Actor were Morgan Freeman for Shawshank Redemption, Nigel mm-hmm. Hawthorne for The Madness of King George, and Paul Newman for Nobody's Fool. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, that's a tough yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. Wait, who won that? Tom Tom Hanks. I personally oh, that's the one. Oh, lead yeah. actor, yeah. I personally think it should have been Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I was going to say Morgan I totally Freeman. agree. It should yeah. have been him. Yeah. He was yeah. incredible. Yeah, he's just really good in general. He's like good in everything. I think he um, should have won for seven. I loved oh, him yeah. in seven. Oh, like great. he was so good. Yeah, he was so good. Um, okay, so I have some a few other things too. Um, so apparently every single person in Hollywood tried out for this movie. <laughs> so, no way, really? Um, so wow. these um this is uh, it might it might take me too long to go through all the people, but these are <laughs> Okay, so sit back and relax. This, this could take a while. Um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, so the people who were considered for Pumpkin, who I think was ultimately mm-hmm. cast as, as Tim Roth, were <sighs> Johnny Depp, Christian Slater, Gary Oldman, Nicholas Cage, um, Eric Stoltz, and John Cusack. <laughs> Pe- people oh. considered for Honey Bunny, who were um, ultimately cast by Amanda Plummer, were Patricia Ar- Arquette, L- Lily Taylor, Jennifer Jason Lee, Bridget Fonda, Phoebe Cates, and Marissa Tomei. Oh, give me Johnny um, Depp and Marissa Tomei. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, actors who were considered for uh, Vincent v- v- Vega, who's also ultimately given to John Travolta, were... Damn, I lost my place. Um, okay. Were... Michael Madsen, Alec Baldwin, Gary Oldman, William William Peterson, Jason Patrick, Andy Garcia, Michael Keaton, Den- Denzel Washington, <laughs> uh, Sh- uh, Sean Penn, Tim Roth, Dennis Cade, Robert Carradine, and Amy Wow. Wow. Actors who were considered for the roles of Jules were Lawrence Fishburne, Samuel L. Jackson, Eddie Murphy, Charles S. Dutton, and Michael Beach, who I... Michael Beach is the actor who played uh, who played um, An- Angela Bassett's husband in Waiting to Exhale. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, who is Michael Beach? Oh, wow, that would have been funny. <laughs> I give you 11 fucking years of my life and you tell me you want to go and meet me for a white woman? 
would it be better if she were black? It'd be better if you were black. I was your white woman for 11 years, motherfucker. I love that movie so good. Like, when you watch it, I watched it, like, really young because um, my mom had, like, a like, deep connection to it with all of her, like, divorced friends. But I later on, I was like, I get it now. <laughs> Men are trash. I get it. Um... So, um, actors who were considered for the role of Butch were Matt Dillon, Sean Penn, Nicolas Cage, Aiden Quinn, and Johnny Depp. Um, hey, Johnny Depp, no. He's too small. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, right. Actors who were considered for Fabian, who was his French girlfriend, were like a bunch of actresses who have French names I won't be able to pronounce. <laughs> um, so, and then um, people who were, um, personally, my favorite role in this m- movie was uh, Harvey Kytels. No wolf. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but actors for his role were um, considered were Warren Beatty, Al Pacino, Danny DeVito. <laughs> he produced it. That's Danny right. He did. Yeah. Um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Alec Baldwin, Michael Keaton, John Travolta, Christopher Walken, Michael Parks, and Charles S. Dutton. Um, oh, okay. I have then, to say that lately I have a real thing for like Christopher Walken. Like I kind of lit <laughs> up when I saw him on screen. I was like, I love this man. He I is, just he is just I, delightful. I love him. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then finally, um, people who were considered for the role of Mia Wallace um were Virginia Matson, Marissa Tomei, Patricia Arquette, Alfre Woodard, Jennifer Beals, Pam Greer, Phoebe Cates, Bridget Fonda, Nabush Wright. I don't know if I'm saying that. Uh, yeah, I don't right. know who that is. Uh, Me neither. Uh, it's I guess pronounced um, N apostrophe B U S H E. Yeah. And then okay, and then Jasmine Guy, Angela Bassett, Annette O'Toole, Deborah Winger, Robin Wright, Cinda Williams, and Meg Tilly. Robin Wright, wow. that's crazy. Yeah. How nuts crazy. I hear. I mean, I don't know again, but apparently, like. Well, Courtney Love said that she, yeah. right? That apparently <laughs> Tarantino wanted her and Kurt to play um, Bonnie and what? Uh, Lance and Jody. I mean, I'm sorry, but how is that possible? And apparently Tarantino denied that. Like, who knows who sent true? Like, yeah, he said that. Yeah, he never even met Kurt, let alone offer him like a yeah, part exactly. in a movie. That would have been so weird. He had done it. Like, I'm glad that you guys are like, playing the heroin dealers. And yeah, like the ones who are giving the adrenaline shot to like Uma Thurman, that would have been wild if that had actually happened. And to see oh Kurt God. Cobain act in anything, I would, I don't know how I feel about that. I <laughs> just, right. I can't imagine it at all. But that would have been really funny if he was like, Yeah, I want to be a movie star. <laughs> I want to forget Nirvana and become a movie star or something. Yeah. That would have been really no. funny. Um, oh, good. Two two people that I also read that audition that you guys didn't mention. Uh, Mickey Rourke actually passed on the role of I Butch saw. because he was gonna. He actually is a boxer. Or like I know. Was. Mm-hmm. Because he wanted to pr- pursue that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he also he claimed that he didn't understand the script, and then it says later he regretted he, that. Of course, he regretted <laughs> it. Like, of course. course. Um, yeah, another interesting person uh, who wanted the role who didn't get it was Daniel Day Lewis wanted the role of Vincent and Tarantino turned him down for Travolta. Wow. Yeah, he's okay. too slim, but he would have been great too. I think. Oh yeah, I mean he it's can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> like he can literally do everything. It's so funny. And also, a James Gandolfini was considered for Vincent Vega too. Oh, 
yeah, he didn't want it. And he recommended John Travolta. So it seems like a lot of people were like, John Travolta, John Travolta. You know, like, yeah. use him, use him. I mean, I'm glad because he, I, I love him in this. I love him so much in this. Yeah, I like, like them together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they just work so well together. They do, they do, yeah. And I think also Tarantino offered Travolta either this movie or From Dust Till Dawn. And thankfully yeah. he chose this. <laughs> like, I don't think From Dust Till Dawn would have been like, I mean, that's a cool movie, but I just don't think it would have been him. Like, I, I can't imagine it. I remember the first time I watched From Dust Till Dawn, it was, um, you know how Mike used to throw those like off the wall parties, like uh -huh. in eighth grade. Um, mm -hmm. Like, you know, that, yeah. that oh, you yeah. know, they were very tame on the surface, but there was like so much going on. <laughs> anyway. There was such a download on like Monday morning. It was like, did <laughs> yeah. you hear that like this happened in this part of the house and <laughs> this happened over here? We're like, what? Where were we? It's funny. Um, but um, I, th I think, like, you know, his, Alvaro, his dad's house, he had that movie theater in the basement. Yeah. And, and you know, it, they had those, like, really comfy, like, deep chairs and, like, that, you know, that. <laughs> and, like, someone put From Dust Till Dawn on, and it was, like, it, it was, like, every single teenage girl, as soon as, like, someone started getting shot, they just start screaming. And so, um, and so it, I don't know what the plot was for, like, the first, like, 15 years after I first saw it. Um, anyway, I, I, I had a, I, I had a story and didn't really, uh, I, I, I don't plot, know the, where it was, was going. The plot was, was George Clooney and a Caesar haircut with a neck tattoo. That's what my plot was from that movie. That's the only reason I saw it because I watched ER like a fucking bitch when I was super young. Cause I loved George Clooney and my mom was very confused hmm. why I thought George Clooney was super hot. Like I loved him i was like who is that man i love him he still is super hot i yeah, still find george yeah. Clooney like super fucking hot and he's he like is. one of those redford guys like robert redford like he just looks great as he gets older like he's just gonna keep looking great well, i don't of. think robert redford looks that good now but yeah i think for like what 85 i mean no, 85 he's old I mean, he looks good, though. He still, like, looks like Robert Redford. He's still got the charm. He's still, you know... He's like Sean Connery. He's, like, never not gonna be attractive. Like, Sean Connery was, like, super foxy. He like, was the whole time. Five, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the only thing that I have is that IMDb gave this an 8.9 out of 10, which is pretty okay. good. And um, the budget was 8 to 8.5 million. How insane. And the actors were paid, like, 5 but the, all the salaries came out of $5 million. So oh, wow. 3 million is basically what they had to work with in the actual budget of everything. And That's this crazy. made, right. This made yeah. a staggering 213.9 million. I mean, That's do you know any nuts. other movie that's made that much more like than the actual Blair like, witch is the only one I can think of. No, really? How much? Uh, let's look it up. But their budget was literally like fifty grand. Well, I mean, yeah, it was, it was nothing. It was like, I mean, they literally filmed that in the woods. Like, there's yeah. no <laughs> nearby here. Um, too. I, 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 I think that the very first paranormal activity was sort of like the sort of like the same story as like Blair Witch when they made it for like really, really, really cheap, and it was like a huge oh, hit wow. or something. Yeah. Blair Witch um, was the budget was from two hundred to five hundred k, which is a big gap, but it made two hundred and forty eight million. Mm. I had yeah. no idea that movie was so like successful. Oh yeah, well in the states it was massive, like because mm. of their. They also were one of the people to use the internet to market the the film, but it was very much like 
it was very much in the way of like you all we thought it was real because they never really let us know that it wasn't so when they use the internet and they had that you know the beginning of it is like you know these kids went hiking they went to do a movie blah 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 like this is the found footage i think it was one of the early like found footage kind of films Mm -hmm. um at least that got really popular i'm sure there are other you know smaller ones i don't know about but the fact that everyone thought it was real like that is what drove everyone to the theater because they thought oh my god these are three real people in especially in our neighborhood i know in our area oh yeah Yeah, it's crazy that it was here but Mm -hmm. even i when i watched it i remember thinking that thinking that it was real that he had so Mm -hmm. so that's what really i think was people were like oh my god you know like just different it's just like a different format and then i also was really disappointed to find out because I thought it was a real place that a big part of the budget was built um, was using to build Jack Rabbit Slims. Yeah. Jack Rabbit Slims isn't real. I know. I, I can't believe that. I thought it was. I'm real. shocked that he was that he wasn't. I'm yeah, so bummed that he wasn't. It someone looks, it, it looks like this. so much fun. So <laughs> much fun. Like someone, please make this a reality because it just seems like. I wrote that it reminded me a lot of like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, like when they go so into much. the carnival yeah. um, casino. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And yeah, it was 150K to build that out. I think that's a pretty good deal because, I mean, that was really elaborate. That's yeah. right. But it's kind of sad to spend that much money on something that then gets um the you know what i mean like i know like just torn down they could have just left they could have left it there actually make into a place <laughs> can they make like a universal studios for like adults that have all of these like they could like, rides or like different interactions that are from like adult movies like not just things that parents can take their kids to like they should make something like a Blair Witch and then like a horror thing and then they would do like a pulp fiction thing. Like it'd be cool to walk into the sets and you could do different things, but they're like all the adult movies that people like, not just like the kids. Yes. Yeah, that'd be it really cool. If they did it. Um that's all I really have for that. I yeah. mean, because you guys, yeah, we talked about a lot. There's a ton of this movie. It's obviously everyone knows it's a fucking massive movie. Like, there's so probably, much. Yeah. yeah, there's like YouTube shit. There's everyone talking about it. I mean, it's just it started all these other films like go the movie go like a lot of people started doing this like non-linear storytelling which became like a new kind of format for the 90s for a lot of indie so indie films yeah. literally so many 90s movies like so crazy and they would always be like oh tarantino like he became a household name because of this movie like and back i think before this i feel like he's the first person that i actually realized was a director like, we didn't know who directors were. They weren't celebrities, but he's one of the people that, like, his last name is a verb. Like, he he is, if you say Tarantino, you um, automatically know what you're talking about. You're talking about violence. You're talking about, like, yeah, just the totally. way it's shot, the story, the conversations. Like, he just has a whole vibe around it, and he keeps that same, you know, vibe going through all of his films. So it's it's pretty incredible that he's still doing things. He's got one more movie left, supposedly. Oh, he was going to do 10. Really? O- only one more? So, well, I mean, that's what he said. I mean, I don't really... make more. I don't know why he doesn't. Right? I mean, I think he just said that a long time ago. Like, I'm going to do 10 movies and that's going to be it. I really hope that he does do 10 and then moves into series because I would love to see a character development mm. from him. Like, Kill Bill is probably the only thing where you're seeing the same people in a separate story. But I would yeah. love if he did like an HBO series that was like six episodes or like 
seven yeah like a mini eight. series yeah yeah, yeah. would be so cool if he did something like that almost like how danny boyle has kind of transitioned into doing series we were talking about pistol which is about to come out which i can't wait for like i just love seeing his film so it's even better to see it for like eight hours you know over yeah. like seven <laughs> yeah. films but yeah it's cool all right so fashion let's go well this might sound surprising but i don't actually have much because I don't like my favorites are Mia's Bob, that's super iconic. Mm-hmm. Her white shirt, her flare pants that she wears when she goes on a date with Vince. And um, yeah, I mean, just her like wearing that and smoking, and or just even just her, her hair, you know, yeah, and always holding a cigarette. That to me, it's like an outfit. The cigarette totally complements everything. Um, I really love. Vince and Jules suits I think it's so just so, yeah. so cool like it's so iconic again and I really love their t-shirts at the end yeah they I have a lot of fashion notes yeah that was yeah that <laughs> like, was another those one t-shirts are so funny I mean it's also the scene really itself but <laughs> but I'll say that those are my highlights yeah um Betsy Hyman did the costume she also did the costumes were almost famous yeah, and you can tell. A few yeah. other things, yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah. She's really cool. Vanilla Sky, um, Out of Sight, uh, Jerry Maguire, uh, Get Shorty. So she's worked with Travolta, but she also did the costumes for Reservoir Dogs, um, which is also suits. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's cool. So cool. It's super cool. Charles, what'd you get? Do you have any stand? I really love Tim Ross Hawaiian shirt. Yes. <laughs> I knew you would. That's so funny. He looks like a Trader Joe's employee. I love it. (laughs) He does. I love it. So cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I love. um, I love in this. I love um, Jody's friend. Like when, like um, in the in the scene where Mia is like overdosing, how she's like in in the background, just like on 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 the couch, going like, "Whoa," you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I like her outfit in that scene. and um, I thought oddly that Bruce Willis in a tank top wasn't all that, that oh, brown yes. suede. I just out. need to say I have so much respect for you, Lauren, because you did say you've been talking about how much you love him, and I can so God. see in this movie <laughs> he's so so hot. in those like nineties jeans that I love. Uh-huh. Why do men wear that all the time? And the brown know, suede. I don't know what it jacket. was about those jeans back then that just made men look really hot, just with a white t-shirt or, or vest. Yeah. yeah he's so hot i i love bruce willis like fucking fifth element oh like yeah sorry i interrupted your notes i'm sorry Charles. <laughs> um uh well i mean you know i'm, I'm just saying i didn't mind seeing bruce willis <laughs> no um but um and um i actually really loved what harvey Keitel was wearing like mm-hmm. just that um he, it was a suit right just like yeah mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah i mean I, I saw it i was like oh you're so classy um and um i think that's all i have for clothes oh cool i'm glad we all yeah. didn't get like the same exact ones so okay i have vincent and jules's suits that was the same but we all said that um i love lance i love that green robe and that speed racer t-shirt that he has on oh yeah um i just like that combo i thought it was great it's just really funny and also uh marcellus also was ving rames always going to be marcellus i didn't hear of anyone else trying out for his role um i think that like a bunch of people tried out for his role but they like eventually went with him um he's so cool that yellow turtleneck that he 
wears at yeah, the end. Yeah, that looks really cool. It's true. So fucking yeah. cool. And the gold. And I love his glasses. Like, then, I love that you see him from the back with that band-aid on the back of his head. Like, yeah, he has cool. these earrings that are really so, cool. Yeah. Um, people who were concerned for Marcellus Wallace were Ving Rhames, Samuel L. Jackson, Ken Foray, Sid Haig, Jim James Englehart, Jim Brown, Bernie Casey, Carl Weathers, Roger E. Mosley, Max Jew. I've never heard of any of these people. Yeah, um, these people. <laughs> uh, oh, Tony Todd, who played Candyman. Um, oh, I love his voice. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, um, like, Bill Duke, Delroy Lindo, and Charles S. Dutton. I know Delroy Lindo. He was in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That's funny. Yeah, I love I love uh, Ving Rhames. He's now like in Mission, all the Mission Impossibles. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think he's been in like most of them now with uh, Tom Cruise and everybody. They have like the same people, which is cool. Um, for Mia's, uh, I just love when they actually go to Jack Rabbit's and she has that super long white shirt that's like wrinkled. Like oh, it's just yeah. super long. It's like a really, but it it's like kind of shaped cool. It looks like a shirt dress, but mm. not really. And then I love when she comes back home and she has like John Travolta's like taupe coat. I just love the way the colors look in that white house. Yeah. It just looks really cool. I just, oh, yeah, I really love it. Their house looks so nice. Oh my <laughs> God. I love that it's house. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So cool. It yeah. Is. So rad. I love it. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I love those dorky outfits at the end. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're really great. I think uh, didn't Quentin Tarantino have the same outfit as like Lance, like a bathrobe and a graphic tee? Yeah, he did. So. Yeah, that end, was like yeah, a kind of a common, yeah, common kind of um, uh, scene there. Can I ask? Do you both own bathrobes? No. no. Okay. Okay. But, because... I, but I really want one. <laughs> Because I used I, to. Because I don't, and I'm worried I'm starting to get to the age where I need to start owning a bathrobe. Why? I don't know. It, that just seems like something that people in their 40s do. Like, <laughs> we're not in our 40s, no, first I of actually, all. <laughs> I actually think it's really cool. Really? But Yeah, I think it's really cool and so practical if you think about it. Especially when you're a girl, because then you need, instead of using two towels, you use one for your hair and one for your, like, the right for your body, right? Yeah. Um. But True. I haven't, I really want one. It's such funny you mentioned that. Cause, I had like, one uh, a long time ago. I don't even know where it, ha- where it is, but you know where I got it and why I got it? Where? I got it from Nordstrom. And the reason <laughs> I got it is it because it was a blue version of the pink one that Brad Pitt has in Fight Club with the oh, coffee okay. cup all over it. And I was like, that. I want that robe. And mine had like stars and like a moon on it. Um, yeah, I had it in high school, but I barely wore it. I think I would just wear it when I was like changing, like in, you know, I would like put my underwear on and put my robe yeah. on and then try to look for like what I was going to wear, like stuff like that. But I wasn't, I'm not like a robe person where I like walk around the house in a robe. Like some people do, you know, drink their coffee. You see on like movies and stuff where they're just like wearing a robe, like for the well, morning. Well, that's what I want. Oh yeah. I mean, I just haven't done it. It sounds cool. Surprised during COVID, we all didn't get robes. <laughs> like, I mean, if, why weren't robes? If we didn't get I robes. Did, or... I, I did the most grown up thing I've done in like a really long time. I got two really cool pajamas because <gasps> since I had surgery, I'm spending a lot of time at home and just kind of not going anywhere. So it's not point on me getting changed just to be in the house. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's like really old school, like 1950s pajamas, you know? Oh, that's with cool. The, yeah, with the pants and the button down shirt kind of thing. Oh, nice. Like yeah. the satin look, like the satin yeah, pajama yeah, look. Yeah, yeah I'm loving cool. them. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's super cool. People wear them out now. 
Like they're like outerwear for a while. I know. They were. It's yep. kind of cool. Where the, yeah, yeah, the bottoms at the tops, which is cool. Okay, so music. What you got? Well, this is wow. tough because oh. every single song is amazing. This is good. I love the but, yeah. I mean, I guess my favorite, like, if I had to pick five or whatever, it would be Rumble. I love that song mm-hmm. so much. It's in so much, too. Yeah, I love Out of Limits. Um, the You Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, son of a Preacher Man. <laughs> oh, you can have so good. Um, what's that song called? It's like a surfer kind of. All this surf music is really cool. Like down, no, no, no. I think it's it's called Bullwinkle Part Two. Is yeah, I think that is what it is. Is that the song? Um, Is that the song that's playing when he's like buying the heroin from Lance? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Okay, could be. Yeah, and obviously, like it's a classic. The um, how do you say it, Miss Miss Lou? It's like the main theme, kind of. It's like Dick Dale and and his Dale tones. I don't know. Mm. Oh Isn't yeah, Miss Miserlu. Yeah, yeah. Miser I think Lou, it's called Lou. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's kind of like one of the main songs, really. But I mean, every song, all these surfy tunes, I love. Yeah, they're super cool. Yeah, those are my favorite. That's it. What are yours, Charles? Um. So, my favorite song in this movie is "Girl." You'll be a woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, there's also a song um by Maria McKee that's playing during while they're in the um while they're in the pawn shop and it's and it's called uh, if if love is a red dress I want to walk in the rain. Oh, um, nice. That, that, that's one one that's like, my heart is empty. <laughs> Your eyes are full. Once we were hungry, but now we are full. Anyway, but um, I could see you in boarding school, like singing this, like in headphones. They're like, "What are you listening to?" You're like the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. <laughs> too cool. You don't know about it. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. Um, I also um, I don't I can't remember where it's a song by uh, it's a song by Ricky Nelson called Lonesome Town. I think it's playing while there's in Jackrabbit slims like before they dance oh um, okay um there's like there's a tower lonesome town oh yeah my <laughs> troubles away i mean um and then i also love um let's stay together by Al. yeah Green. that was mine i fucking love Green. Um, and then um i don't like i don't dislike um the chuck berry song but i don't like it either so, okay. It's it's not it's not you know I mean if you know if it starts playing on the radio I'm not gonna like you know like start scream yeah. <laughs> but, um, I will have I do have however have that reaction anytime I hear that stupid bare naked lady song. Um, Which one? I don't know the one that sucks. <laughs> Be more specific. <laughs> I don't know the shit? one. I don't know that like rappy one right. I, 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 that's what you want to call it. It's probably one week. Yeah. It's been one week. It's been one week since you looked at me. That's yeah. Long. Yeah. Just yeah. stop. Please, please yeah. stop now. <laughs> okay. Well, mine are all basically the same as yours, except for I added Jungle Boogie, the intro. Ooh. Like, Jungle Boogie. Dun, dun, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah like that. And do you know, like, the song um, where, that they dance to? 
Uh, what song is that? I uh, that's one. I that's uh yeah. that's Chuck Chuck Berry. Is that the Chuck Berry song? Yeah, yeah you don't yeah. like that song? Yeah. I don't. I don't. It's so good. It. Yeah, I mean, no, it's cool. I, I don't know. I guess it's fine. But the other weird thing is, like, apparently, uh, two songs by the Rolling Stones make a, like an appearance, and I well, not appearance, but they kind of are played, and I don't recall. Like, oh. I know when they "Sympathy for the Devil," I remember, but "Painted Black," I do not remember that song oh, being oh, they played were in the movie. Apparently, at least some, oh. or maybe not. Maybe I'm like. I mean, apparently they were in the movie, but I don't remember at all. I know those two songs, yeah. And I I don't know that many Stone songs, but I know both of those. Yeah, I didn't hear them, though. Yeah. But I was basically like, I think the music for me was really cool, but I think I didn't, I think after the beginning of it, I was just like so into the like script and like what everyone was saying that I didn't, like the music, I guess I wasn't listening as closely as I do for other things. Because I was just, Mm. I just love his his conversations mm-hmm. so i'm i'm always just like so epic. yeah i'm always yeah. just like listening to like everything they're saying and i just yeah i love it so yeah so moving on to favorite scenes and lines i mean there's just yeah there, there's a lot so yeah there's a lot but obviously yeah we have to i don't want to just be talking about the entire movie but i'll be i mean it's obvious that my favorite is gonna be the dance i just love mm-hmm. that i mean yeah. i love to be honest, like that whole sequence when they meet, like when he picks her off and he's taking her out on a date, and they go to the to the diner and then they go to the <laughs> to her house and then he goes to the bathroom and he's like, No, I'm gonna go and tell her that I need to go home and that's it. Like everything. I love that. Like nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna go I home mean, and whack off and that's gonna be it. And like I know it's so fucked up, but I love it when she ODs. Like I love how how do you act that? You know, like and maybe no. she maybe she does a lot of coke, but I don't know. Like it, it looked pretty believable to me. Like so, the way. Um. So the scene where she ODs, did she think that was cocaine and just yeah, she yeah. thought it was cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, of course, because okay. he was powder. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It was a fuck I, ton too. Oh, I know so much. <laughs> so I, I actually felt pain watching it. Yeah. I, I felt like pain in my nose. Like yeah. Um, I love the conversation Vince and Jules have about the foot massage. <laughs> of course, it's about feet because it's Quentin Tarantino, and we only saw a foot so once. Funny, we didn't see Uma Thurman's feet, which I found really interesting. But I we know, didn't get but that. you I don't see know her feet, feet a lot in, in Kill Bill. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually <laughs> that becomes a thing. There's um, there's actually an entire like sequence in Kill Bill when the camera is just on her feet and she just yeah, says, "Wiggle your big toe." When she's in the coffin. <laughs> what? Yeah, when she's in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And in Death Proof, where like Rosario has her feet like out the window. It's really and then like funny. Kurt Russell like goes up to them and like I think he like licks them and then she's like pulls it back because she doesn't see anyone and she's like, oh like what? And I was like, ew. <laughs> It's so gross, but I mean, like, whatever gets you there, you know. Yeah, I was like, that's your thing, man. We got it's it. It's really funny because I know a lot of men that are into that, and it's funny so to me. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's really weird that it's like a thing, but yeah, whatever. So I actually have to say, regarding the foot massage conversation, when I first started watching this movie, I was just sort of on like Samuel L. Jackson's side in that conversation. Rewatching it again, I'm starting to think John Travolta, like Vincent, might have a have a have have a point 
Yeah, like, I kind of think know? it's pretty. Like, oh, like, I, I totally get it. Yeah, like, I mean, um, you know, at, 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 you know, at first I just, I just thought what he was saying was stupid, but now I'm just like, I kind of get it now. I <laughs> know like, oh, it's really intimate to give yeah. a massage. Like that is really like it you're is. sweating. And you know what I mean? It, like, it is sensual, even if you don't want it to, even if you yeah. don't want to admit it. It is. You like touching your butt. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we could talk about it. Like. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, it is. It totally is. Yeah. And my favorite lines, oh, there's so many, but okay. Uh, you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They call it a royale with cheese. Is that true? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Are you sure? I was going to say, it's I've not I've been a to McDonald's pounder. in Paris and I've never heard that. Okay. Just, it's I'm going to actually Google but... right now. What is a quarter pounder? It's oh. just really funny, like the way he said it. Um, Royal with cheese. It's Royale. called the Royal Cheese. Oh, well, that's what fine. It says, but yeah. the way he said it was just really funny. And I love it when when they say like, "What? What's your name, Butch? What does it mean? I'm American, honey. Our names don't mean shit." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I love in the it's Simpsons really when the two cops have the conversation about like. <laughs> They're talking about the same thing where they're like, is it? I think they talk about the McDonald's, and he's like, Royale, don't know what you're getting. <laughs> like, it's really funny when they're yeah. talking about all the food and stuff. Yeah. I, I just love, I mean, I know like everyone says that, but I do love this film. Every scene, every second of it is just so brilliant. Like, when Mia, when they get to the diner and she says, You can get a steak here, Daddy O. Don't be it. And she draws a square. And yeah. then he's like, Oh, after you, kitty cat. It's just the way they talk to each other. I just love it. You know? Yeah, it's cool. The and it's so cute. Cool. Kitty cat, daddy. Oh, oh yeah. It's I love like that. So mm-hmm. good. Um, and then Vin says later, if you'll excuse me, I'm going home and have a heart attack. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jules obviously has like amazing lines, but I, mean, like I really like it when he says, you know, walk walk the earth, meet people, get into adventures like Kane from Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he also says later, much later, well, she's gonna come in here and see some gangster some gangsters doing some gangster shit. Like I just I love the way he said it. It's and so then funny. um Bruce Willis' character says, you don't speak, they're talking about going somewhere, and she's like, let's go to Bora Bora. It's like, yeah, it's like, you don't speak Bora Bora or Mexican. (laughs) 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 It's really funny. Um, Okay, and then, I can't remember who said this, but it was like, I think maybe wallet. I don't. I can't remember why people who know the difference between good shit and bad shit. This is the house they come to. Now nah, my shit. I'll take the Pepsi challenge with that Amsterdam shit any day of the fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> so um, cool. and then Coke is fucking dead as dead. Heron, it's coming back in a big fucking way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bad, but I like that. It's true though. It's that was happening in the nineties. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. We yeah. talked about it this morning. We just talked about it when we were talking about Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that's all that shit was, came back. It's too many great lines. Like, yeah, it's just too much. Oh, that's it. There are a lot. All right, Charles, you're up. All right. Um, 
Can I just say that pumpkin and honey bunny are like 2022 relationship <laughs> goals? Because they are. <laughs> like, I um I know that they're both like psychotic, but I thought they were actually really cute. Um, they're cute, yeah. Um, if I ever restart my Tinder profile, I'll just make my uh, quote be like, "Be my pumpkin to my honey bunny." <laughs> Will you be the pumpkin to my honey bunny? And well, like, are you Charles? Are you really telling me that you want to have a boyfriend who's telling you that, who's calling you that in front of people? I mean, I want. It's not I, your real name. You can't use the government name if you're robbing something. I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, I what guess it's. I mean, I guess it's better than Schmoopy, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. I um. Honey I, I, I don't know. Like I like my mom calls me that, so you know. Oh, um, honey bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I guess I don't. I I don't. I I don't mind it, but um, but um. But um, yeah, I, I, I thought I, I thought they were like I, I didn't know that they're both like very violent and very scary people. But you know, they they have a soft side, and I appreciate that. Um, I know. I um, let's see. Um, um, oh, so I love when um, I love Ros- Rosanna Arquette's monologue about piercing. Mm-hmm. Um, just um, you know, like oh my god, it just it get. The the gun goes against the entire idea of piercing, you know, like you know, I, all my piercings aging place on my body were all done with a needle, and I was like, oh god, you pretentious, like you pretentious cow, I love it. Um, it was so nineties too, when people were getting like <laughs> uh, piercing like everywhere. Well, yeah, because I, I feel like um, you know, like um, like the nineties were like when people realized like, Oh my God, we can pierce anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I remember um, it was, it was always seen as more kind of acceptable than tattoos because it wasn't permanent. Yeah. So it's it like, was. Oh, I can just get a piercing and then I can just take it out. You know, if I don't yeah. like it, I'll just take it out. It's not a big deal. And people are like tattoos. No, fuck but no, I'm, that's permanent. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't. Cause I really wanted to get my tongue pierced and I'm so glad I didn't do it. I Charles got my tongue pierced. You did? <laughs> Charles did. Yeah, for a long time. Oh, wow. You had a nose ring for a long time. I did, I did. I have to say I was very bummed when Charles took out his nose ring because I loved it. But I, you had it for quite a while. I, I had it for like 10 years. Yeah. I was, I, was like, I, might, I, I was like, I might be getting a little old. <laughs> so, um, I liked it. It was a good run. Yeah, <laughs> I a, yeah. I had a good run. How long did um, you have your tongue piercing in for? Um, I, I got both of them like the same year. Um, like I, I got my, um, it was, it, um, I got my nose ring senior year of high school and, um, I, I like turned 18. I was like, I'm, I'm getting my nose pierced and you people can do nothing about it. <laughs> I know. right? Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah. Um, and so it was there <laughs> you remind me like of any character like you know how like a lot of movie characters are just like oh this person reminds me of this person that i know in my real life out of every movie i've ever seen you like you charles are totally jason siegel and slc punk oh really he's like yeah because he's like this guy that you're just he looks like super mild-mannered and then when he gets in like the pit he like fucking throws down <laughs> he's just like looks so different than how you think like a lot of people would be like what you had a nose ring and a tongue piercing like it's really funny and i feel like that's <laughs> totally what his character was like and i think he actually went to go become like a biologist in the movie like he's oh, moving cool. away to go to school oh, to become yeah, like a biologist right. or something yeah i was he like was, that's totally real yeah <laughs> so funny um Oh, so I actually had, had, had um had a question. Um, <clears throat> so 
Vince Vincent takes Mia out because Marcellus asked him to, like yeah. as sort of a favor. And then I was like, is this something that like husbands do like ask their friends to to do like hey i'm going to be out of town can you like entertain my wife no i think i think back in the day like really wealthy people did that like businessmen would do that like okay Okay. yeah do you never remember lauren uh i mean maybe i not i mean i guess i don't know anyone personally that i know that has done that not that i can think of like if it was, it would be, it wouldn't be in the way this happened where the no. guy was like not really a friend. It'd be different if it was like already a mutual friend that they knew, but it was like she didn't know him at all. He yeah. was like a stranger. So that was like different. It would be yeah, one thing if it's like a mutual friend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could see that, you know, but it, it was kind of weird. And they all were like, oh, have you met me yet? He's like, no, I'm in a meter. They're like, oh, good luck. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just rewatched that scene and he, I did not realize how like, how like high he was the entire time like the he was like time, so yeah. out of it he like shot um, up yeah um i'm trying to think um and then i love christopher walken's monologue about like the gold watch <laughs> <laughs> like his monologue in true romance yeah yeah <laughs> like, like that <laughs> like i mean I uh, like oh god like I, that scene is just so good it was and so funny um and also i have to say that whole section like the gold watch i like I knew it was, I like never realized how like batshit crazy it, it was because it's, it's I love how it just starts off like, and you think it's going in one direction and then it doesn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then it like takes a U-turn and, you know, starts to like go like, you know, straight to hell. And like, it's just, I, it was, it's so unexpected and just weird and just you know, just just like how like you know, like Butch and Marcellus are basically trying to kill each other, and then by the end, you know, like maybe an hour or two later, they've like kind of made peace. Like it's it's insane. That <laughs> like, crash yeah. was insane. Yeah, like, from the car crash up until that like, was them insane. running and like getting into that weird <sighs> like pawn shop, and then like yeah, it was just like the rape, what a rape. Yeah, like, that great. was rough. You know, that like, was I was rough. like, I really hope what's happening isn't happening right oh now, but I'm afraid that it is. And then when he like opened the door, I was like, "How the fuck?" I was like, first of all, would this happen?" He was he's fucking massive. Like, Ving Rhames is so big. Was were his hands tied? I, th- I think well, so, yeah. Okay, I was yeah, gonna say because his hands like, were swing tied, on also, they have gone. So like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know he had the thing in his mouth, but I was like, "Were his hands tied?" Like, they, yeah, they must have been, because otherwise, if his hands were free, he may have like you know been swatting, like moving, you know, moving around. Yeah. I think that was fucking rough, though. I was like, "Okay, um, no, no." And then my final um, one, my, my last piece is um, just uh, Jules's monologue at like the very end when he's talking to tim roth and he's just like says that passage from the bible um and um you know and um you know and he's just like um you know the you know the truth is you're weak and i'm the tyranny of evil men but i'm trying ringo i'm trying real hard to be the shepherd (laughs) yeah it's it's like mic drop movies over roll credits i know (laughs) right pretty much yeah (laughs) I, that's why I think Samuel L. Jackson was the one who should have won out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in the whole movie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, good. I'm glad we all didn't have like the same ones. Oh um, cool. Okay, so my first favorite scene is 
in the car when they're just talking about uh, like Travolta is just talking or like Vince is talking about coming back from Amsterdam and like hash bars. And he's talking about like in Amsterdam, like how you can carry it, you can sell it, you can do all the shit. And then it, the cops there can't search you. And he's like, what really? And like, they were just like talking about all these crazy laws and they talk about the food. They talk about the mayo on the fries, which I love. I'm obsessed with mayo on fries. So I thought that was so <laughs> cool. Too. I just Pretty love good. it. It was so good. Yeah. And then um, I wrote the whole movie. This just felt like Danny Zuko from Greece. Like, yeah, <laughs> I really felt like this was Danny Zuko in like his forties. <laughs> like this is what he would end up doing, um, which is really funny. Um, then I wrote like, <laughs> I love that they were comparing foot not just like foot massages into like eating a girl out like those were the two things that they were like like it wasn't sex it wasn't this it was like very specific and i was like how the fuck do you think like that that was like more and i would just i love the way they were going back and forth and then they were just like in the hallway and they're just i love how they're walking and still talking about it and they keep on the same subject for so long like i just love the way it bounces back and forth it's just so good um, my favorite exchange, it's not really a quote, but it's the whole exchange where the guy's like, where are you from? And he's like, what? He's like, what? Ain't no country I ever heard of. And then he's like, uh, <laughs> say what again? He's like, uh, what? And just like, it's just like, I love that whole exchange. And he's like, say it, say it again. I double dare you motherfucker. Say that one more time. <laughs> it's like, it was just so, so good. Like, and then he shoots the guy and he's like, I'm sorry. I break your concentration. I didn't mean to do that. What were you saying about the best intentions? Let me retort. <laughs> like it was just, it was so good. And I want to know what's in that fucking briefcase. <laughs> like, I mean, I think everyone wants to know. Um, oh, I, I, I so I heard a theory that it's yeah. What is it? So I heard a theory that uh, Vincent and Jules are basically angels, and like yeah. um, they're they're basically on a quest to like receive to like receive to retrieve Marcellus Wallace's soul, and so oh. that's what's in the suitcase. Is like he lost his soul somehow, and he's trying to get it back. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's like what Quentin Tarantino actually meant, or if it's just like people on the internet who have just have way too much time. It's like, well, this is you know, it can only mean this, you know. <laughs> it's a it's a good one. It, it's yeah. like, I love that just like the theological conversations that Jules and Vincent have, like when that guy comes out and like shoots everyone. And that guy isn't that Alexis Arquette. Yeah, I think so. I mean, later Alexis Marquette, yeah. And, like, shoots them all, like, sprays them and doesn't hit anyone. And, like, the whole, the rest of the movie, he's like, that was divine intervention. Like, God came down and, like, didn't let us get killed. And, and of course, like, Vince is like, man, come on. Like, you really think God came down? And, like, it just becomes this whole back and forth. And then it even happens, like, towards the end. I love how that's, like, the thread that keeps Mm -hmm. going in the script. Yeah. Or, like, when when they talk about what a pilot is, and he's just explaining it. It's just really funny. It's like, (laughs) I don't watch TV. It's like, it's not about that. Like, you don't watch TV. You don't know what a pilot is. And he goes on about it. It's just really, like, everything is just so brilliant. It's so Hollywood, too. It's such a, like, Hollywood conversation. You know, like, it's just something that I guess average people don't know. Like, you know, they no. don't know pilot season and, like, no. all these different things. average really people funny. know. I think people didn't talk about it in, like, 94. Well, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, now everyone knows everything because we have the internet. But, like, not back sure. then, if you're not in the industry, you don't really know about how things get picked up. And, like, you just hear about 
the, the, the new show coming out. You know, you don't really know how it happens or that it gets canceled. At least I wouldn't, if I don't have actor friends, I don't know like what, how the things happen. I just, you know, mm-hmm. know they come out, which is really funny. Um, I also love, I think the, the tomato joke is so cute that Mia yeah. tells when she comes <laughs> out. so cute. <laughs> I love it. I actually really love that joke. Yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> I love that. Catch up. Um, also a dollar 40 for a pack of cigarettes. I thought was insanity. Yeah, um, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Um, the one quote that I really like is when um, Vince comes into Mia's house and she's on the intercom and she's in like a sliver type room, like a oh, surveillance yeah. room. And she sees him like come in and then she's like, you know, Vince, Vince, yeah, I'll be there in a second. Oh, I'm by the intercom. Warm, warmer, disco. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's actually, I think, going to be the title of the episode is Warm, that's Warmer, cool. Disco because I like it. It's cool. Um, and then I love the like sit in silence. I mean, I think that's all over the internet, like that, that yeah. bit where she talks about like, you know, why do people need to talk all the time? Like it's so much easier yeah. to sit in silence and everything like that. Um, oh my God, that adrenaline shot was <gasps> rough. Like, <laughs> it was a lot, but leading up to that, I love, I what probably my favorite in exchange in the film is when they get to Lance's house. First, he crashes the car in front of the house, like in the house, like yeah. in the brick pillar. And he's like, help me, help me. Oh my God, she's ODing. And he's like, no, I don't want this here, blah, blah, blah. And he goes in and then it's like, Joy, is it Joy? Is that her name? And then there's like someone else in there. And then he's like screaming, asking about this black medical textbook. Oh, and yeah, he keeps so screaming about it. And she's like, you don't hear her, but she's like, what are you looking for? What is it? And he's like, it's a black textbook. It's like, Find it. Yeah, and it's just it. so funny. They're like bantering back and forth, and like she's arguing, like, why are you screaming? Why are you doing this? And like it's just yeah, I just thought that was so funny. Like, I thought that was so great. Um, the whole car crash was insane. I don't think I saw it coming. Like when mm. he runs when it's really great when uh <laughs> like Butch is in the car and then he sees Marcellus like walk by, and then Marcellus has like the donuts and he goes what the and then just like hits him and then all of a sudden the car gets hit and then you see kathy griffin and i was like kathy griffin (laughs) oh my god wow and then charles you told me in the group chat that quentin tarantino directed an er episode which i immediately have to go watch yeah yeah because that's That's fucking awesome yeah and i i want to know all about how that (laughs) happened and i'm so cool it's good just because it's stylistically completely different from any other episode like that season yeah like i I can't wait yeah i can't wait to watch that um the guy who played zed was in usual suspects i think he was the guy who played redfoot i think Uh, in usual suspects i'm pretty sure which is another film that i really want to do but like i find kevin spacey just very nauseating and it really sucks because especially now yeah that he's gotten charged again but and same with american beauty but those are two films that i would love to talk about and probably will eventually at some point but they are great films i mean there are a lot of other actors in there that are you know really great too um when they shoot marvin in the car damn who was also on mad tv phil lamar a great show way better than snl ever was i'm sorry uh it's on hbo max if you want to see really fucking great sketch comedy from the 90s like watch mad tv he was in that that show 
And that was rough. I didn't remember that. And the way that it was like an accident because he had his hand like resting on the trigger. He was just asking his opinion on something. It's yeah. really annoying. But also all the blood in the car. It was like... And the brains on Jules. Like you could see it in his hair when he gets <laughs> to Jimmy's so house. Horrible. I was like, oh my God. Like, Is that... Is that the car that apparently got lost during filming? The red car got stolen. Isn't I think that Vince's insane? car. Yeah. And how they found they fucking, it. How do, how do they steal a car during filming? Like, I don't it probably it. was parked on the street somewhere. And those old cars are way easy to hotwire. Like, mm. it's not that hard if you're a car thief. They probably that was got like a lot Tarantino's of car, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, and I also, like, my last favorite bit is when they're in... I forgot whose house they're in, but they're like washing their hands. It must be Jimmy's. No, is it Jimmy's house? It must be yeah. Jimmy's house, but they're yeah. washing their hands. And like Jules is like, what the fuck, man? Like you just, he's like, I washed him. He's like, no, you didn't. You ran water under him. What the hell's going on? And they have this like whole thing. He's like, you don't give him a towel that looks like a maxi pad. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I love that whole exchange. And he's like, I don't have any lava soap. If I did, I'd be able to clean my hands better. He's like, I had the same soap. Look at mine. They're just like back and forth. Like, it's just so funny. They just work so well together. I can't imagine another pair. I know. Yeah, I really can't. <laughs> they were just the whole movie. Um, and then I also, at the end, I love the whole thing about swine. Like how he doesn't eat pork because it's swine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and He's dogs. and dog. I mean, everything. It's so good. It's just really, really good. It's just a great movie. That's all I have. I, at the end, I wrote, be cool, honey bunny. Oh, shit. I lost you guys for a second. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even notice. It was I like pulled, a half a second. I pulled the wire. But... Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the end of I have uh, for Pulp Fiction. I mean, I guess I didn't mention that it was written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, but Roger Avery also wrote some of the story. Yes. Who uh, did uh, Rules of Attraction? Is that what he did? Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, okay. I think it is Rules of Attraction. Yeah. And uh, he also, I think, wrote Reservoir Dogs with him as well oh interesting so how come in the credits it says directed and written by the tarantino well the story it says by roger avery like oh does it yeah uh uh-huh it says the story by quentin tarantino and roger avery but probably the screenplay i'm assuming was probably written by tarantino but maybe the idea of the story and the characters maybe i guess i didn't i really thought that in the credits it says both by tarantino but i maybe i'm no it does it does when you at the end but in the beginning it says story by quentin and roger avery and then it's just written and directed by quentin tarantino so he he's credited for the story so maybe it's a character he might have come up with maybe just one of the characters maybe he came up with like the boxer storyline but he didn't write it he probably just said hey what if we have a boxer that does blah 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 blah, and then he takes that and runs with it and then he probably gives him the um you know the credit for it which is cool he also did um he also isn't credited for true romance but roger avery also did i think some writing on true romance as well and yeah which is cool so he he's cool i mean he's really really neat i like him so yeah I mean, I guess we're done for our Pulp Fiction episode. I have no idea what we're doing next week, but follow us. I mean, I always forget to do this. Um, I need you to. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Leave a review, please. A five-star review. And five star. Yeah. I mean, someone gave a friggin' two-star review somewhere, and I was like, who? Well, Why? the problem with that is that 
this person didn't even say why. I know. That's like, the thing that sucks. She could have just given some feedback or her opinion, but you don't just give up a rating and don't I say love why. That you, you know who it is. <laughs> You're like, she. <laughs> You're like, I know who it is. Oh, did I say she? <laughs> yeah, you said she. Like, That's you know my subconscious. Yeah, like you have like a couple theories on like who it might be. Um, I mean, yeah, it, I, mean, I mean, it was probably a Wes Anderson fan, you know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, well, good riddance then. Fine. I'll take, I'll take the two stars because it's not happening. So. <laughs> move along folks if you want a wes anderson movie i mean unless i do a hate watch series but i don't even i mean if i do then i'll do forrest gump in the hate watch series too i'll just be like a tom hanks marathon being like me sitting there like <laughs> like a clockwork orange like forced to watch this fucking movie that's so mean <laughs> no i mean i don't know I, I i like that i don't like everything you know it makes everything interesting you know you yeah but you haven't really watched it I know, but I don't want to. Don't you have movies that you just don't aren't interested? Yeah, but I can't really have an opinion about them until I watch them. So. Oh, I can. I can watch like ten or fifteen minutes and be like, nah, not happening. <laughs> Sorry. The best thing come after those twenty minutes. Oh. No, then that's bad. Well, the literally for me, it's. Uh, I mean, it probably shouldn't be, but the actors will really put me off i don't care if it's the best movie like if i don't like their acting i it could be the best director ever i just like i have such deep like connections to actors and like if i don't like you i don't like your style like i and it just there's no amount of movie that's probably going to change it like same with natalie portman like i love the professional i still don't like her in it like it's a great movie but i know and other things too that she's in I, that it just puts me off of wanting to watch it because i just don't like her I just don't like her acting at all. Um, Julia Roberts is another one. We all know about my Julia Roberts thing. Oh, yeah. I don't care about her. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, there are other certain people. I'm just like, nah. Same with, you know, Wes Anderson, you know? You have your things. Well, maybe that's why we got two stars rating in the podcast. Well, because... you know, I guess if, you know, it'd be great if, if somebody just left a review. It'd be great if you could do a star, but you had to write something. Like, you couldn't just star it and not say anything. I know. Because I want to know why. Like, I, I honestly want to know why. I mean, if they say yeah. it's because I don't like things and I don't want to watch it, then cool. I mean, that's cool. You say something. Just don't, yeah, yeah just say something. That's the yeah. thing. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe my mind will change, you know? We got tons more movies to talk about and watch. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.